You're tuned into the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon at bringingdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, and Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Episode 110 of the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7. I make beats. I have a fully functional hard drive to prove it now. Shout out to New Egg. We see y'all. We would love a sponsor. Ship there. Uh, longevity, what's up, sir? Oh, I'm well. You're I'm full, great. Oh, you, yeah. you, you know about New Egg. I, I got some I, I know. I told you about New Egg. Yeah, you did. I don't want to gas them too much because they, they ain't cutting checks. So. Gas them, man. Yeah, we don't do that. Petroleum is in there. I Ooh. feel you. I feel mm. you. Uh, in the corner, as always, fresh to death, DJ J. Diff. Salutations. How are you, sir? A okay. Good, good. Some like excellent. No Arkenstone today. No Arkenstone. Got it in storage. Yes, it's in the safe. Okay. Uh, collecting all that good energy. You I know? feel you. <laughs> when you rock that mug, it is fresh, though. Thank I, you. I couldn't even hate on it. You're far too kind. Appreciate did, that. Did you see the story really quick? Yes, sir. we're talking about petroleum. Did you did you see the story about the guy that got arrested for selling energy drinks? In <laughs> I like did. West, but he was putting gasoline. No, he put a little little tinkle of piss in there. Too. <laughs> what? Yeah. It is just yeah. said energy drink and written in like masking tape. Yes. Twenty dollars. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Some what? high schoolers bought it. What part of the country sick. is this? Well, yeah. It looked like West Virginia, but either I, that or know. Florida. Stuff like that always happens. No Typically happens in Florida. Florida man. Man. It was like they were like two liter bottles. <laughs> He's a really bad he just person. Said energy drink twenty dollars. Like but, high but, school though, I think that you're too you're too old, grown. You're too old to be buying. Yeah, I would drink that says energy drink written on the side. Of I wouldn't have poured I wouldn't a two liter bottle so, into a cup. So he cool. denied. So he didn't necessarily deny. He was like, "Well, all I put in is like sugar and caffeine and a little bit of gasoline." A little bit of gas. <laughs> he tried oh. to deny the meth and a little part. bit of piss. Right, He's like, right. "It was just gas, man. It's just gas. Don't worry about it." I have to, I'm about to look this up after we get finished because that's some bullshit. Gas. But like, honestly, like who age? Four, I mean, when you what are you fourteen, fifteen when you start high school? Between that age and eighteen, <laughs> goes like this. This is like, yeah, it's yeah, like, I'll take some. You remember you the know, like you remember the kids? Believable. Remember me. the kids that used to uh, uh, do Jankum? What? Remember no. Jankum? No, no. What is that? That must I have be no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. I, don't do that. Don't do that. We gonna keep talking. We might hey. as well inter- let me finish. Yeah, we finish introducing everybody first. Their <laughs> I didn't know that though. Good call <laughs> on that. At the head of the table, uh, <laughs> Mr. Wavy Light Skin Girls be loving me now. He has a problem. He is working on it. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a problem. Well, <laughs> well I ain't gonna say problem. I misspoke. He has a conditioning. He's working mm-hmm. on it, and he's improved. Uh, the voice of Indianapolis, our fifth old head, Jay Moore, is with us. How are you, sir? Doing well, sir, and yourself? Doing pretty good. Good to see you as always. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To my immediate left, as always, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Doing well, man. Yourself? Doing pretty good. Bears at the top of the division, sir. Yes, they are. I know you're. I know you're a happy young man about that. I am happier about Notre Dame getting into the final, you know, the college football playoffs. So. Yes, sir. If we had more time to talk about that, I definitely would, would jump into that. Perhaps. Talk about old, it closer to when the actual game. Perhaps new old heads uh, sports coming yeah, soon. Perhaps, maybe. Yeah, perhaps we can do that. Yeah, because I want to talk. We definitely we definitely would have a lot to talk about on that I see you. I see you. I want to get back to this Jenkum thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. We got to shout out Red August first before we get too far. Shout out to the homie Red August. Yes. Does a great job. He's just in the hand star show. You know, he'll he'll pretty much just record you anywhere. You know, at the park, at the gym, you know, at the church. You know, what I'm saying? bar mitzvahs. Bar. I'm not gonna say it. Um, Quinceañeras. Yeah, there he'll do go. those. Kwanzaa, 
all that. So yeah. pay that man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Pay that man. It is December. He will do Christmas photo shoots, Kwanzaa, and all that. So shout out to the homie Red August. Happy uh, Festivus. Now back to this for fool. For the rest of us. Back to this fool with the gasoline and what you know. No, we talked about what, yeah, we what, talked what about this? that. We want to get to, the, to what long was Oh, go ahead. About. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what is this? So, so, <laughs> Jen- a, so Jenkins, this is like over 10 years ago, I think. So kids were like putting like feces in a bag and sewage ready and sealing it. I'm already cool. And setting it in the sun, letting it get hot, and then they would like get high off of it. Oh my god! This I'm is a cool. real thing. I'm cool. This was is that an Anderson, Anderson thing? Of no, course. This, I think this is like a Kansas thing. Okay. I'm cool. I'm sorry, Kansas. I mean, I, unfamiliar. Mike man. Spitz, I apologize. God, damn. <laughs> Oklahoma, maybe. I'm one, just, cool. One of those plains. That's areas. real, man. Sniffing feces. Damn. Getting high. <laughs> no, I'm cool. Man. <laughs> I'm, no. No, I'm man. cool on this whole Shit, concept. No, actually, man. I'm yeah, that, cool. That went somewhere oh, I didn't know where we were going. So, <laughs> sniffing hot shit. Back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, sitting a bag of hot shit on on somebody's step was made as a like a a joke. Uh, yeah, you know. But the kids are sniffing it. Yeah, you know. Well, that like, was ten years ago. The kids have moved on. Uh, you know, they doing expired uh, medicine. And energy drinks, pods. And, yeah, energy Tide drinks, pods. yeah, homemade energy drinks. Yeah, I question the decision making of anyone that, to Spool's point, uh, took a drink of that energy drink. Or put yeah, I understand they were like high school girls, I think. But like, but come on, man, come on, man, man. I guess they learned. I hope. I hope they're fine now, and I hope they. <laughs> yeah, hope they learned a lesson. You don't buy fake energy drinks from. Apparently, someone. they went to the hospital too. I think that was. The I'm sure. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, it sounds like they got sold a bottle of Chernobyl. Wow. That's what mm. it sounds like. Mm. That could be a new term. Be like, yeah, we was off that Chernobyl. We got yeah. that Chernobyl, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It no, wasn't that Chernobyl, It though. was that Chernobyl mixed with that Ebola, though. Normally, I, <laughs> <laughs> normally here, I was at this point, I would say shout out to Chernobyl, but I'm not because there ain't nobody there. So, yeah. There actually like, are people. probably people actually there. There's a couple. Uh, no, there's radio. They just go they visit. They are the radioactive They just go people. visit. I'm cool. I'm just talking shit. They just yeah. visit. They got radioactive catfish, though, that's still in the river. Did y'all know that? Them Simpsons. Chernobyl. Yeah. There's like Around a three-eyed there. fish Dude, off There's the a bunch of that shit all through Russia. Yeah, they still got they still got catfish in there. From I mean, all not, the, not all for the mining no. they did, like, for, um, I mean, outside of Chernobyl, but just, like, the mining they did for... Yeah, plutonium, uranium, different things like that. There's a bunch of um, rivers that are just ruined. The homie from uh, the History Channel, the River Monsters, he actually went out there and caught a couple of those catfish. We ain't talking. We're not talking about two piece now for dinner. We just talking about you know he caught them just to see what they look like. Yeah, do they have three eyeballs? Nah, but they look pretty bad. Yeah, it's I like bet. the White River. Yeah, I was going to say, river, I yeah. certainly wasn't putting Russians, Russia's rivers down because ours aren't great <laughs> either. So, yeah. I, I think stories. Cleveland had one that used to be able to, like, it used to just set on fire. Set on fire, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Russian rivers. Yeah. We, 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 we with y'all. There was always this, no, we ain't. There was always this story in Anderson that, <laughs> there, to put you down. that somebody went fishing in the White River and found a fish over by a guide lamp where uh, it had three eyes. I believe it. it. You remember the spill? That spill was crazy. The spill? Way, way back when they had that spill. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So, <laughs> this is a cr- <laughs> covered a lot there on the introduction. Real quick. So, um, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> real quick. Um, let's see. Quick hit. We can do a couple quick hits, I guess, real quick. Um, we lost the president, George H. 
W. Bush passed away, 41st president. Uh, I think that was November 30th, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, obviously, he was a 41st president, 89 and 93, 11th director of the uh, Central Intelligence Office. Uh, in office, I'm sorry, the director of a United States ambassador to the United Nations, 71 to 73, also was a vice president uh, as well. So that's a long life. I believe he was. Let me make sure I get the right. 94. 94. So that's a long full life. You know, I respect mm-hmm. that. I'm a dog person. I saw his um, the dog that was with him during his last days. They had a picture of the dog by the casket. So as a dog person, I was like, yo, that's. That's deep right there because mm-hmm. the dog was with him all the way to it's the end. It's a service so. dog. Service dog. That's yeah. the term. Thank you, sir. Um, but, yeah, re- you know, rest in peace to him and, and condolences to the family and all. Spools, you got anything uh, that stuck out to you about um, that or just other yeah. than condolences? I actually had the opportunity in, uh, when was it, August, <clears throat> excuse me, when uh, my <clears throat> dad, brother, and I drove down to Texas. To, uh, my brother goes to A&M for school, so um, – on the on the A and M campus, they have George Bush's presidential library, and so the whole deal with those there's like twelve of them or sixteen presidential libraries across the country for certain presidents. I think they're building barracks right now in Chicago, but they're at you know different places anyway. So Bush is at, is at Texas A and M um, in College Station. So anyway, so it was really cool being able to walk in there. Uh, presidential libraries. I didn't know much about them before going there, going there, but neat places. A lot of like their personal items, their personal effects. Very you know good sized place where you walk around and you know there's TVs up showing old clips of things and like it kind of brought me back because he was president when I was a kid. You know from when I was what you said eighty eight to ninety two, so I was like age six, five or six to um, you know nine or ten. So definitely brought me. You know um, he was president during. Uh, the first war in Iraq, so mm-hmm. Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and all that. So no, um, obviously rest in peace to him. And yeah, Timor, jump in. Um, you know I've I've thought a lot about this because it's a complicated life to live in the public eye and to be president of the United States. Because I always feel like no matter how good of a person you are or how you're perceived to be, there's just a certain level of evil that you have to deal with when you are a politician, specifically the president of the United States, you know, because you preside over war, you are the commander in chief. So whenever you preside over war, there are people going to have varying opinions uh, about the things that you've done. Um, You know, there are things I can look back and, and I, you know, I didn't know about George W. Bush. You know, I can look at his military service. Anyone who served in, in our military, I do have a level of respect for. I believe he's in the Navy, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And so, like, you know, I'm never going to, you know, say anything about anyone who served our country, especially, you know, probably not at that time. But, you know, especially now when we have an all volunteer military, um, you know, found out that he actually uh, <clears throat> basically gave he. he decided he didn't want to be a part of the NRA anymore uh, at a certain point uh, of his life. You know, didn't know that. But at the same time, I I think there's this move sometimes, especially with presidents um, and sometimes anybody in public service to where the things that they did that were really foul, not aren't just forgiven, but there's this we want to forget them. And I don't think we're wrong even in someone's death to say, Hey, 
Remember the Willie Horton ad? If you don't know about yep. that, then you need to look that up. Uh, remember when you um, basically set up a kid in D.C. Um, who didn't even know where the White House was to set up for, to buy crack from him and bring all this huge bag of crack on national TV, you know, for you to bolster the war on drugs, you know, which unfortunately is, a, if you know anything about the war on drugs, it's been a war on poor people, particularly poor black people in this country. So, like I said, it's very complicated when you're a person in public service, specifically the president. But like I said, we can't, if we want to look at the entire person, we can't just say, okay, well, since since they died, we want to just push all that other stuff. Let's not talk about that. I think I think that's something that, you know, if, if we wanted to expand, I, I want to kind of keep us, keep us going around. Um, might be something we could talk about, you know, down the road because there's so many layers you could peel back mm-hmm. from him. I mean, because we presidency. could do the whole show about that, but yeah. I, I don't think that's really what we want to nah, do. No, nah, no, I, I just want to get a quick, you know what I'm saying, a quick, uh, you know, what if you guys have any comments, Terry, you got anything that stuck out other than just condolences? Or yeah, any? I mean, uh, I mean, I remember him as somebody that was a part of the Reagan administration Yep, that kind of put into play and set off the uh, war in Iraq. He was instrumental in that. One part is because he was a oil guy. So when he set that up, it actually, um, when they started the war with Iraq, it was more kind of like a bait and switch type thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was more to kind of help himself out rather than something that's going to benefit all of America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'll just say that, and I think it is a, a, a American thing that when, when these people die or people of higher power, power die like he said they tend to want to sweep under the rug the things that they they did and accomplished regardless of whether it was right or wrong and i just want to want that to be known you know what i'm saying because history books cloud everybody's vision stories cloud everybody's vision that's fair as long as everybody knows what's going on and uh and continue forth because he wasn't really that great of a individual when it comes down to certain things as he got older he started to realize different things you know people grow in age and they don't want to die with that on their conscience sure and okay like yeah. the whole thing with the nra i believe that was after he got out of yeah, office definitely i could dig that i'm not mad at that long i don't really have a ton of ton of uh comments on this outside of what everybody else has already said i mean okay. realistically uh he was a president uh, of America. Um, he had a son, multiple sons that are politicians. One became president as well. Um, Dad was a politician too. Yeah. You know, so it's a hist- history of politicians, Tex- Texas guys. You know, um, yeah. I, I didn't pay attention to the Bush to Bush after he was out of office. You mm-hmm. know, like so. And and to Terry's point and to your guys' point, I mean, you said you're like five or six. Like I was young when yeah, he was we're still office, young. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I don't. I don't remember a lot from that time period outside of looking back at history. You right. know what I mean? Um, so I don't have a lot of crazy emotions tied to him. Um, I don't necessarily. Uh, I'm not one to necessarily speak ill on the dead, but at the same time, I don't really have an issue with people that bring stuff up that the person did that maybe they ne- didn't ever address or never rectify. You know, right. like did he, did he make an attempt to fix anything that he did right. or did, or was it just, 
you know, you know what I mean? Like to me, that stuff kind of matters, you know, and to, it goes into the privilege of certain, certain, uh, almost institutions, I guess. Mm. Right. So, Definitely. um, it's also funny too, that he, uh, was against Trump, but he was actually very similar to Trump in ways. Like it, he wasn't as boisterous as far as voicing his opinions and being so, uh, what's a good word for, for Trump's, over the top, flagrant, out, flagrant, yeah. outlandish. But like, as know. far as mind state and things right. like that, he was very similar to Trump. Hmm. I mean, conservative mindsets in general. I think Trump is just the 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 outward. Uh, it's the it's the it's the conscious that speaks in general. Like it's just just always in your face. You know, Bush. Both Bushes were just they weren't overly different in policy. It's mm-hmm. just they did. They knew when to not say certain things. That's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the main know, difference. It, at least they had the filter that most adults filter. have. There we go. That Donald Trump doesn't seem to have. Yeah. yeah. So I, I will say this, and we can argue whether that's a good thing or not. Oh yeah, Tr- that's a good point. So, but I, I will say this, you know, you know, because sometimes people just, you know, they want to be on one side or the other. You know, I wasn't a fan of George W. Bush and his son, forty three. Um, but I tell you what, it must be hard, you know, for him and I, and his brothers and the rest of their family, like to lose both parents within one year. That's yeah. tough. You know, I, yeah, you know, I, might, I, I can't help but to have my heart go out for them for that, you know. But it it is, um, like I said, living a life in public, especially in politics, can be very complicated in how people view you in death. Actually, Barbara is buried at Texas A and M, right by the, right close to. Uh, his presidential library, and that's where he's going to be. Wow! Well, so. mm-hmm. My brother's down there now. It's going to be pretty. He says it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> he goes to the Bush School. Of, wow! Like, wow! Yeah, yeah. Dang. yeah that's crazy. So. And you we saw know. that uh, Donald Trump. He, he was this time. They actually let him come to the funeral. He just wow. wasn't able to speak. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, a lot of times, they're like, "Yeah, don't even. It, it's okay. <laughs> you don't need to show up." Yeah. Especially if it's raining. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know how that wouldn't go. come anyway. So. That toupee. Got to keep it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, condolences to that family. Maybe his wife could hold an umbrella over his head. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, condolences to that family because, to his point, I mean, you lose two parents in a year. That's That's got to be tough. I can't relate, but, yeah, that's tough. So mm-hmm. condolences to them and rest in peace to uh, President Bush. Let's go ahead and jump into a little uh, something that's more local. Well, actually, it is local. Um, this this one, this is a this one deserves the fuck shit, Bill, if you ask me, but I'll read the lead. So, Lee says, James Franklin Jr. was shooting a free throw uh, when he says people in the crowd started yelling, have another seizure for me. Shortly after a student in the student section fell to the ground and apparently started mimicking a seizure. So what happened was a young man at Cathedral High School is a senior. Uh, he is autistic. Am I right when I say that? No, he is not autistic. What, what is that? He's epileptic. He has, yes. Epileptic. I'm sorry. So... <laughs> I mean, either way, I don't know. I'm gonna make sure I got it right. I don't right, misquote right. anything. I don't want to misquote anything. <laughs> but um, either way, that shit is that shit is mad rude, man. Like, and the kid, the young, perfect. He's got AIDS. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just, since we just throw stuff out there. Here's what the kid said, though. The kid's name is Fred Lyons. He's a senior at Center Grove Community School Corporation High School. He and who is this kid? His name, he's a senior at the high school, right? But uh, who is he? He's the young man that did the okay, gotcha. fish out of water is what he called it. And he said he had no idea of the young man for Whatever. a cathedral's condition. I'm not I that. highly doubt that he had Then why no were the other kids yelling, 
have another seizure for Come me. Come on, man. Come Fish on, Fish out of man. water. What does it have to do with anything? Come Nothing. on, man. Is he serious? I'm going to put it in context. Please. <laughs> so, um, what's the kid's name that uh, was shooting the free throws again? I'm sorry. James Franklin Jr. James Franklin Jr. Cathedral. Okay. He um he's actually been followed for a little while now because of his seizures. Okay. All right. He's been um, in the public eye. Definitely been in the public eye. He's had surgery to remove a portion of his brain yep. in order to kind of stop and alleviate that from happening because it happened during a game, mind you, uh, about a year ago. So this kid that supposedly is flopping like a fish had done intel and research about other players that were playing. So one player, he had the player's mom, a picture of his mom plastered on his chest. So he took off his shirt. The picture of his mom is there on his chest, so he could pretty much distract him from shooting free throws. So with that being said, we're supposed to believe that it was just a coincidence that you started flopping like a fish when people in the crowd said, have another seizure. Yeah. But he said there was supposed to be somebody else there with him to do that, was supposed to reel him in like they were fishing. Oh, my God. Come but on. he wasn't like, don't, there. <laughs> Come on, man. So you knew the other person wasn't there. So you were like, okay. So you still, still did it. So you still did it anyway. But right? you didn't know about his condition, but you knew who this young man's mom was. Come on, man. Yeah, and this, this story has been out in the public eye. His mom's not in the public eye. But you didn't know anything about that. Yeah, no That's research. Bullshit. Was done. Yeah. yeah, shout out to my dude Phil Washington. He actually uh, posted this story prior to me seeing, you know, the the I guess the outing of the young man that was out there acting a the fool uh, on the floor, shit like that. But um, this shit is this is fuck shit to me. That's what that's what it spells. To it's me. real fuck shit too because Center Grove doesn't want to own it. That's sad. And the news that's... media are pretty much they keep putting out these stories about this kid that did this shit. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to feel sorry for him. And this is the second time this shit has happened. Like, uh, uh, again, I don't wish any ill will on people that whose kids commit suicide or whatever. But sure. you had that bully a couple of weeks ago that committed suicide because he was sent home or whatever. So you want to feel sorry. For, I'm not I'm really not with that. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. I'll follow you. Long jump in. <clears throat> my my really my only comments are uh, that. The fact that he's not owning it speaks to like if you're gonna do it, do it. If you're if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in bad taste and you're gonna do that, then do it. If you're gonna be in the crowd and chant, chant whatever you're gonna do, do it. All right, fine, do it. You know you're not necessarily breaking any laws or anything, right? It's definitely in bad taste, but to to not own it after the fact that's that's the part where I really have an issue with more than anything. I remember in high school when Zach Randolph came to play play us and. Our student body section was all out there screaming sawed off shotgun or sawed yep. off the entire time. And I was just like, okay, is that supposed to distract? I guess it's supposed to distract him, right? Yeah. But this isn't new. This this stuff happens all the time. No, it's not new. So no, I, not. I saw the video of him flopping on the ground and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting that he's doing that. You know, you know, it, to me, it, it it's getting a lot of publicity, I think, because of who the kid is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than that this is oh my god I can't believe somebody's doing this this probably happened four times last week you know what I mean like in different places around the, the country so you know it, I think it's definitely in bad taste and I think it's all that but my main issue is the fact of like like the, Terry said you know 
all of a sudden we're supposed to feel bad for him for doing it? Nah. I'm cool on nah, that. Jump, just... jump in, uh, Spool. No, nah, it's ridiculous, man. And I agree with uh, Sean and Terry as far as uh, owning it, like just not being accountable. Um, but no, I guess <clears throat> Sarah showed this to me a couple of days ago or yesterday or the day before. And I guess the, the young man from Cathedral, he, uh, prior to this, like happening like him having the seizure like he had offers from schools mm-hmm. uh but once he had the surgery they all got rescinded mm, unfortunately yeah man so i mean that's just tough. just knowing that and 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 you look at the kid's picture and i'm sorry like he <laughs> i mean who knows it, it again i i have a hard time believing this kid didn't know what was going on you know but he just we looks know. like you're a common like <laughs> fucking doofus kid you know what i mean that like <laughs> He's definitely needs a attention two and like nobody really. No question. He's a 2%. what? He's a two percent drinker. He's definitely a. 2% he's the type of kid drinker. that would get an energy drink on yeah. the way home from school. He you definitely know? Yeah. from a guy from that know. dude. Yeah, and he so. and drinking with ham and some yeah. ham and some two percent some yeah. ham some two percent oh, of that. Yeah. yeah, we just put him in that category. I'm with that spools. Yeah, but no, just uh, just unfortunate, man. And the kid should just own it. And honestly, if he would have came out. Like I told Sarah this when we were talking. Like, if you would just come out and been like, you know what? I was way out of line. And I am sorry. And this probably isn't as big of a deal if he owns it. Just own you know? it, man. Yeah. That's, that's I'm not saying it's not a big deal all of a sudden that he did it because it still is ridiculous and sad mm-hmm. and unfortunate. But owning something like, you know. Own that it shit. It helps, man. man. It really, the really does. The whole township needs it. to own that. There we oh, go. Yeah. Parents, yeah. everybody. I like and they have that. a kid, like a, a really, really good recruit that's going to IU. He's either a junior or senior right mm-hmm. now, too. Center Grove does. Real, yep. real good ball player. 6'10", yeah. 6'9". Six, six, yeah. Jay Moore, put a ball on this for me real quick. No, the thing is, if you've ever watched college basketball, you know, and I know it's trickled down to the high school ranks, you know, you'll see guys put up um, guys' personal phone numbers. I've seen mm-hmm. that before, uh, you know find out who their girlfriends are and blow up a huge picture of their girl like it's it's kind of ruthless but see the thing is like even that when i'm on stage and i might start talking about people i don't talk about things that people can't change like we used to have like a a little person come to coaches Mm -hmm. like and people are like oh jay don't 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 talk about this little i was like i wouldn't talk about the little person for just being a little person now if they came in and they had on like leg warmers and a batting helmet like, <laughs> you mean, I would you talk mean about, that's it right? yeah because that's something that you you made a choice to come into the club you drew a, a, li- you drew a line in the sand yeah, right yeah there. you know and that's so the funniest thing i heard today <laughs> here's a kid who has a condition that he has no control over facts you know and like Spool said, if he'd have just said, you know what, I, that was too far. Like, we, we thought it would be funny, and in retrospect, it was really insensitive, and I'm sorry. Because the thing is, like, just like all of us sitting here, we just don't like the doubling back and the and the trying to revise things. Mm-hmm. Like, if this kid just said, you know, that was a real jerk thing for me to do, I'm sorry. But like I said, when I I take a look at the kid, and, it's, and I shouldn't go off looks, but he just looks like one of those people who's like, hey, look at this cool thing I did. Aren't I cool? Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe. That and it's such just, it feels like for kids nowadays, not because, I mean, I'm 35, but it seems like such an attention-seeking age yeah. in it general. Is. Oh, no question. So it's just not. I mean, they were, they were tagging Pat uh, McAfee and everything, trying to get him to take a look at it and maybe share it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was something that they was doing that they were proud of. Well. Until 
You know what I'm saying? You know, and if you, it, you know what? Okay, if it's fish out of water, explain that to me. How did you come to yeah, fish out of water? You know, why why does that apply to this specific player? You know, and then like basically when your lie starts falling apart, <laughs> just own up to it. The picture here's joint a, is like, come on, man. Yeah, like, here's here's another kicker. So, I had commented on a thread um, on Indie Star concerning that, mm-hmm. and one of the parents of one of the kids that goes to Center Grove, excuse me, actually commented that she can't really put it past the kid for doing it, based off of he was pretty much um, picking on her daughter, saying what? sexist stuff to him, to the point where. They had to block him on social media. This is prior to all of this happening. So if he's that type of kid, why are we painting this picture of him? Oh, he's in these school plays and he volunteers at the church and things like that. Have that same energy for the kid he was making fun of. You know what I'm saying? Because there's two or three stories about him trying to pretty much prove that he's so innocent. and He's a good kid and all of this. But there's, there's not the same energy. For the kid he was making fun of. I could dig that. Yep. I'm with that. Yeah. So bottom line, that's some fuck shit at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck him. And we can't uh I hate to be so blunt, but there's no way hey. there, there's no way to vouch for that young man at mm-hmm. this point. So we're gonna go ahead and keep it moving. He's on some bullshit. All right. Let's jump into a little music. Uh shout out to North uh Memphis, South Memphis, Jay Moore. Well, County seat, uh, unincorporated areas, and specifically Beale Street. Shout out to Beale Street. Yeah, shout out to all that. We we love Orange Memphis. Mouth. Yeah, shout out to Philly as well. Uh, North Philly, South Philly. Philly got heat right now. Yeah, yeah we're can. gonna get into that. Uh, we love Philly, man. We want to come out to Philly and you know fellowship. So set shout that to up, Philly. Spools. Yeah, you know, Spools does, did great work in Philly, so I think, I think he, I, we, we got a plug. I think I can make that happen. Cool, no doubt about it. All right, so. Let's let's pay some bills too. Let's shout out to Coleman Dental three one seven two five five eight five four six. Get your teeth is right. Uh, bringing down a band is the hub as always. Indie CD and vinyl. Shout them out as well. Printfinity support your local businesses. Uh, they do some great things. When's the last time I rose the roof? I see you. That was awesome. I, I don't know. To... I haven't seen that in a while. That was a hey, true throwback. Tell me, you guys don't remember the Proform shows. They would always oh, raise the yeah, roof. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, remember yeah. that. He used nice. to raise it real slow. It's real slow. Nice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Prince. Because Andy. one time we were hanging out, just real quick, we were hanging out. Who hated And it? I was like, this was ridiculous. Me. Oh. <laughs> that's why they would do it for me, because I was like, this is the dumbest thing. And I was like, this is a total, like, soccer mom thing to do. Like, <laughs> wow. You know? And I was just like, and everybody was like, that's yeah. the way. And they would end up being a stupid thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Prince Fanny. Break some bread with Prince Fanny. And raise the roof. And for ra- Infinity. Yeah, raise the roof for them as well. They got a they got a couple good things going on, a couple featured artists. Um, it's gonna be great once it rolls out. So <laughs> shout out to Infinity. Um, so back to we're gonna jump into a little music. So um, Will I Am was being interviewed by the Source. I didn't even know the Source was. Is the Source still you out can, there? Them screens. I don't know there? if they print, but they have it's a digital now. Hundred percent digital, yeah. digital. Okay. I know it's not them screes like that. Um, it's crazy. Shout out to the Source Awards. But um, there's an yeah. excerpt. Memorable, mem- memorable <laughs> hip-hop moments. No doubt about South it. South got something to say. They do. That's all I got to say. Um, but here's an excerpt from, from his interview, Will I Am. It says, it doesn't take much fucking skill right now to make hip-hop. It's become the lowest hanging fruit. It's no longer about 
Rock Kim level, Nas level. Uh, it's not that it says it's not that deep metaphorical simile shit it says out of respect to the Nas's of the world. Let's not call it hip hop. Let's say that's rap, but instrument instrumental music is going to be the next. He says it's going to be the next biggest shit. So in a nutshell, he's saying what we've always said, or at least, you know, some of us have, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll definitely talk about it. The skill level is at an all-time low, which I agree 100% with. The requirements are at an all-time low. And the accessibility now is running rampant because everybody can do this. So mm. here's my question. And I'm I don't necessarily agree with that, but you, we can talk about yeah, it. Around. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So I'm going to go round the room, obviously. Spools, is he being a hater? Or is there um, anything that... Uh, or is he, you know, does he have a I don't point? know. I think from an actual rap skill standpoint, I agree with him that you don't have to be, um, like, you don't have to be good at rapping to be a popular rapper. I don't think so at all. That's been the case for a long time. And by long time, I guess I would say, I don't know, what, 15 years, 20 years, 15, 20, 10, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, so, no, I think he's correct with that. I don't think he's being a hater as far as that's concerned. And also with the low-hanging fruit thing, I totally feel what he's what he's saying there. And we've talked about this on a, on the podcast before. I mean, it's like we talked, like, I think Miley Cyrus would be an example of this or just other people. They're like, oh, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm doing a rap record. Like, what? You know, it's like, Culture vultures. Or maybe yeah. Nelly, Nelly Furtado, maybe. <laughs> she a I'm like a bird. I yeah. see you. So, okay, so, uh, but no, I mean, I think there's still a lot of talented young people out here doing good things. I think as far as when they say Nas and, uh, and not when he says Nas and Rakim, it's tough to, I mean, I wouldn't say. Um, a little extreme. I don't know. There's, there's some people still carrying that torch, for sure. sure. Um, and there's still really, really good, great hip hop out here. It's just not what's popular. So um, that's my two cents, man. Cool, cool. Yeah. Jay Moore, jump in. Okay. Now be mindful before you cook, because we, we I, I can't wait to get over here. No, no, we, we, we I, I'll, I'll get my two cents. Yes, in. sir. Yes, sir. First of all, I don't I don't think the skill levels at an, at an all time low. Okay. I don't think so. I think how people consume hip hop would have you to believe that. Um, you know, if you're just going to mainstream outlets, if you're going to the radio, if you're watching a lot of TV, and that's all the hip hop that you know. I mean, it's almost like you know, like you you want you want to eat have a five course, you know meal, at a top shelf restaurant, um, but you're always but you you wonder why you can't find that because um, you're you're digging in uh, the the garbage can. Uh, well, you know what? Because I, I was going to analogize that to, to radio, but I don't want to do that because that's not fair. I would say going to mcdonald's and wondering why it's not a five-star restaurant i was gonna say mcdonald's or yeah or King because over Chris. <laughs> when you go to mcdonald's they're very specific they tell they're like this is what we have and you can't be surprised or upset that you don't get you know you can't get a a 70 steak here we sell dollar 50 cent hamburgers and fish sandwiches that look nothing like fish that's not <laughs> that's not that's least, what hey, we I do rock with here. the at least, at least they don't got eyeballs and, i do too i'm with you and one of the things that you know it says well we don't need a lot of skill it used to be like in rock hems era let's take it all the way back if we're going to do that somebody had to believe in you 
to say, that guy, we're going to put him in the studio. We're going to put some money behind that. We're going to do some marketing and promotion. We're going to do an entire rollout. There's not that now. If I have a Mac computer, uh, a couple of microphones, a drum machine, and um, you know a GoPro camera, I can shoot a video. Mm-hmm. I can do a rollout for uh, a Friday night uh, midnight release. I don't, you know... Now it's just so saturated because everybody can say, I'm a rapper. That's my point. You know, but the thing is, if you know how to wade through all of that, there's like hip hop is dope right now. I'll say that because you can come over here, you can get the, you know, the Griselda's, that whole camp. You still got J. Cole. If you know, for on a commercial level, Drake and Meek Mill make great commercial records. We're going to talk about that. You know, so. When people want to do all this complaining about hip hop, I'm 41 years old, so I'm I've seen a lot at this point. And honestly, it's better now. We're in 2018. It's it's in a better spot now than it was in honestly 1998. We're gonna go 20 years back because there was a lot of flux in hip hop at that point. I I felt like that's there was a, a lot of crap out. That's a good point. And they were yeah, and they I mean, were Jay pushing Moore, it hard. I, I, Jay I, I, Moore pretty much just took my entire point. So that, I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Like it. Hip hop is is in a great place. There's plenty of greatness. Like there's so many good records that I don't even get a chance to listen to them all. Like I feel like there's things from just this year that I need to go back and revisit yeah. because like it's I just, don't have the time to listen the, to it all. It's your point about the consumerism and what people go to, exactly. you know, and it's what's easy to access. It's the popular media. Outside of that, then you know, I understand Will's point, but. Yeah, I I'll just say this. Yeah, I'll just say that um, I understand what he's saying because uh, here's an example. So you have like someone like a, a Post Malone mm-hmm. who did not start out in hip hop. He wasn't making it in the genre of music that he wanted to be a part of. So in turn, he started making hip hop rap. You know what I'm saying? And, and that kind of propelled him. So I understand what he's saying as far as it's the low-hanging fruit because it's where everybody goes, excuse me, and then tries to go ahead and do their own thing after they use the hip-hop to propel them. Thank because you, you have sir. other artists that are doing that on the regular. Thank you, But sir. at the same time, Was that one of do, his points, though? No, that's my point. Okay, because I didn't think that he touched on that aspect. No, he didn't touch on that. Okay. That's, that's just what I'm seeing. Right. Um, but you do have artists, um, regardless of content, there's always been artists that don't have this high level of content and consciousness. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Back in the 80s, you had uh, uh, Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew didn't have, like, all kind of content and very conscious, but they did put something out there that made uh, people pretty much change the way they listen to music because they actually created the uh, – the, uh, what is that label that they put on all the releases now? Parental advisory. Oh, the parental parental advisory. advisory. Yep. Yep. They're responsible for that and the uh, free speech as far as the, the music is tube. concerned. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah. Um, the bass tube. Oh, the yeah. Bass tube. You want to uh, have in your car, yeah. But, yeah, um, there's there's some truth to it, and then there's also some some kind of, I think, where OGs weren't exactly OGs and didn't take people up under their wing like they should have. I agree with that. In order 100%. to kind of mold them to be these type of artists. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's, it's very easy for people to go out here and record music now. Like back in the day, you had to be D-boys or you had to have somebody backing you in order to even record one song. 
Now you can just record it in your basement and put it out on the internet within 20 minutes. There's there's no standard level. Very true. There's no like intermediary in, intermediary person that stops you from being able to put material out anymore. Right. Or or monetary even really because you can buy yourself a two hundred dollar mic and get a bootleg version of something and record stuff. You and know? The record labels don't care anyway. That they're, they're just looking at how many followers this artist has, mm-hmm. what their impact already is. They just want something they can walk into put some money behind it and walk away and, and and when they look at it from their standpoint in terms of the thought from a follower standpoint from a okay let me go to ig and see what they're doing standpoint it's nothing about money it has or, no, uh, music it, it has nothing to do with music no nah. it's about the number so how however they are obtaining that number doesn't matter just it has numbers. nothing to yeah, do with you that. just have to have something we can already sell yeah so did you, you see when uh remember when bobby Schmurter was performing in front of that group of record execs. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was on the table. That was that made me feel uncomfortable. That was mad embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was they didn't care about what this dude was talking about. They just knew this is some money we can make real quick. Let's use him. He got locked up. They still made their money regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with I'm with you 100%. Like I've I've I have said this for years and I stand on it. You can go back and look who, nobody cares, but I'm just saying in general. I've said this for years that rap is will. No, I'm going to pull it up. You might pull it up. <laughs> Go ahead, pull it up, fools. Rap is going to become a fad. It's no longer going to be about from See, the artistic standpoint. It already standpoint. is. I don't exactly. Think that. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a fad. It's a fad for certain for, for certain people who just like to dip their toe in and you know put on the Jordans and maybe a gold chain Definitely. and get a grill. There's well, a there's, lot of that. There's, there's a lot there's, of that though. There's always been saying. people like that. I though. think that's why he's saying he wants to separate the hip hop from the rap, which is what a lot of people have been I'm trying cool to do. With that. Anyway. Then we're talking categorical levels to almost all the way down to like Grammy levels right. and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. hip hop's been a fad since it's become since it's been popular culture. I disagree. Definitely. I disagree because I think it has. because there was more art to it then than it is now. When I say fad, I mean a way to make money. When, when, did that when I say fad, I'm thinking Recently. of the consumers. I'm thinking when? of the people that are actually consuming this music. Like for example, you have the people that are into hip hop in college and then yep. I was going through a phase. Yep. That type shit. So that's that's a fad, something that lives and dies, or some kind of, you know what I mean, like something that was um, a trend. That's another example. Like fads you know don't I mean? last this long. To no. me, but to me, the trend now is, but to use hip hop as a vessel to get bread. That's, that's how the fad. It's, that's what's always been. Yeah, it's been, it's it's been that way for. Let's put it this way. I'll, I'll put. It, I'll challenge you just a little bit on that. I think it's always been that way, except I think. Cats were better <laughs> back in the day. So I think I think for Scarface and the Ghetto Boys and shit like that, it was a way to to make some money into you know and shit like that. Except they're really dope. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody got into this. Like everybody got into this to get some money. Let's not put Rakim up on this pedal. Like they had them gold chains. They got into this for some reason. They were yes, they like Spool mm-hmm. said they were dope. But the thing is. It's not act like they were just monks living in the let's, in somewhere. Let's, in let's a cave. make a real let's make a real important comparison here. When we talk about Scarface now, and um, then we talk about like the other rappers that let's say Fad now, right? The difference is is all these rappers in general that we say that are doing it for a Fad, mm-hmm. whoever you can say that gets this internet or or <laughs> gets the internet connect <laughs> gets the internet connection gets yes, gets the SoundCloud account gets plugs this, in uh, right. These are the same people who are just rapping to their friends with and making mixtapes. Mm-hmm. There's we can't com, there's not a realistic comparison to back then 
to what it is now. Like, we can't compare that. Well, just like we can't compare, like, oh, this person sold this many records in 93. It's like, it, the metrics are completely different now. Yeah. My rebu- I see what you're saying, but... My, I, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Mike. My rebuttal to that is just, if it wasn't more... If we're going to do a pie chart, we're going to weigh it. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Obviously, the goal is to make bread, right? We Let's take that out the equation. We know that's there. But I'm talking about from a standpoint of what the artistic standpoint, if they didn't care that much, you wouldn't hear older artists talking about how things have changed negatively or whatever. If they didn't care, they they wouldn't be cut from that cloth. That's what I'm saying. But I think, especially when I listen to Will I Am, I think sometimes people are like, okay, they like to get on this. Just like when everyone likes to talk about hip-hop being dope, a lot of times they bring up Kendrick. Cole, yep. Drake, they bring up the same three people. Mm-hmm. And when they want to uh, bag on where hip-hop is, they bring up Lil Yachty. Shout out to Young Water Vessel. You know, they want to bring up the quote-unquote mumble rappers, <laughs> which I think we all talked about on yeah. an earlier episode. To even call them mumble rappers is just being dismissive. You know what I'm saying? And part of it is like, look, I'm 41 years old. Whatever, like, when I was 18 or 19, whatever was popping then, Somebody who was 41, they couldn't relate. They didn't get it. They weren't into it. I agree. You know, yeah. I, I, I've told people this on several occasions. Like, I'm I'm cool for 41, but I'm no longer cool at 41. Right. So <laughs> yeah. you have to have a mindset to where, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm not into Lil Yachty. I didn't get XXX Tentacion or whatever. I didn't get his music at all before right. he died. And I yeah. haven't really felt the need to get into it at, now that he's gone. Yeah. You know, I, well, I what it is, I don't, I think I don't too. get I don't get the, I'm not the, mad at that. The, the kid who just went to jail. I don't get I just don't get it. Yeah. Thing is I twenty one savage, I kinda get it. I mean what <laughs> like, it I is, like twenty one savage. This, I can't even this, lie. This yeah. is one of the points just me trying to seem cool. I like his music. Yeah, of what ahead. it is though. Um hip hop was supposed to be this young man's game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where everybody young is supposed to be the ones in the game. Hip hop is now the number one consumed music in the world. Mm-hmm. So now you have other artists, older artists that are still relevant that can still make music. These are people that were that were supposed to be retired mm-hmm. in hip hop hip hop's eyes. You know what I'm saying? But they're still continuing to make great music. I.e., Jay Z's verse on Meek Mill's, which we're going to get to. Yes. Um, and I think what it is um, is there's just not there's not a lot of the older people that that hear the same type of music that they were used to hearing when they came up in the ranks, and that's just never going to happen again. At all. You know what I'm saying? It is going to go through waves. I understand what it means by saying that uh, the instrumental hip hop or whatnot is probably going to be the next big thing because it's interweaved. I've been you know saying, saying that for years. It's interweaved, like when you talk about like the remixes and like the selection type stuff and like the lo-fi hip hop. I mean, it's definitely big right now, but I think that has a lot to do with it, with a lot of the older artists wanting to hear artists that sounded like themselves. But that's just not the case. Jump in, Spools. I think you had. Were you, you no, nope. you, you were gonna say that? No, Music, music's moments, you know, and yeah, you, you, you create a lot of those moments when you're young. And exactly, that's what, and that's what you hold on to. Whatever was popping when you first started, you know, we had your first car, you first fell in love, or you know, you were first getting your little taste of the nightlife. That's going to be the best music of your entire life because it music marks time. Sure. It does. You know, uh, when you get to be our age, music may still mark time, but it might mark the time where you had to 
you know, uh, pay your taxes, <laughs> where you where you had to get your car fixed, you don't know, get, where you had to make sure your kid had school shoes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Don't so get it, it just, twisted. It marks different. There you go. Marks different points of time. Like, whatever was popping between 17 and 24, you're like, man, that music was incredible. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. There's a lot of good music that's still coming out now that I think will will stand the test of time. Um, you know, so I was just raving to somebody about how Young Thug blacked out on the Swiss Beats album. I stand mm. on that. Like that verse, his whole song was cold. Twenty five, I think it's called Twenty Five Soldiers. That whole record was cold to me. Like he blacked out. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? So there are things that are dope. Um, you know, I, I just think it's a good conversation. We could always just peel back. We just sometimes get so focused on yeah. what we don't like that we yep. just assume that's everything in the generation is like, oh, this generation is whack because y'all made Lil Yachty a star. It's like, okay, calm down with that. I argument. like, I like Young you Water need, Vessel. You man. need to dig a little bit deeper. I don't. You're not paying. <laughs> I mean, we had we had yeah. Paperboy, we like, had like Redhead Kingpin, we had Redhead Kingpin was dope. Thank yeah. you, sir. He could rap. Yeah, <laughs> and the FBI. Don't forget yeah, about yeah, the don't FBI. Don't do that. I got yeah, a couple. Yeah, like got a couple of his songs. records. Yeah, he definitely could rap. Don't yeah, do that. one or two songs. Do the right thing. And he was in strict right. business. Don't do that. Right. Pump it hot. Doesn't matter. Oh. Remember when everybody was calling women hotties? We got that from Redhead. Kingpin. How do you hate on strict business and Wayne Mantis? I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying when we're talking about these same artists, yeah, people fail to realize we had the exact same type of artists when we were coming up. Where and we still rocked with them, but you know what? At that the, same time, missing that, I said we yeah. still rocked with them. Oh, okay. Well, no, because you could it. like. It, I remember liking Kid and Play, Two Live Crew, NWA, Public Enemy, and MC Light all at the same time. Yes, sir. Hey man, yeah. put energy in stuff you like and don't. Period. Stuff you don't. That's what I do. I do cop cop what I like. All right, so we'll, we can always come back on that one. So, Meek Mill Championships, um, mm-hmm. nineteen Good tracks. Album. See, oh, see. What was that? I think I got to go there. I got to go That does that not reflect <laughs> no. the attitude no. of everyone Be- on this bef- show. Before we get into this to this bag, has everybody heard this? Anybody skimmed it? I have not listened to it or no. skimmed it yet, but I do intend on it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, play, I, I played a few few tracks on it. See? No, I, it I, did his, I did it solely on the fact that he's from Philly. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Those he's, are jokes. He's trying to get us hurt. Um, <laughs> so, Champions, right? I liked it. McMill. Features, I think the features are well placed. A lot of ninety samples. Who's mm-hmm. okay? You know what I'm saying, you know, I like what's free. What's free is the the topic, and I will admit, um, shout out to my homie Jesse because I told him I had to shout him out because he, he brought me down a little bit. I jumped out the window. I was on some uh, oh the verse of the year from Hove. This is the verse of the year, verse of the year, verse of the year. But I had to pull back just a tad. I don't think that verse is as cold as Nas. Uh, his verse is on uh, Echo. For Swiss beats, I still think those are the top verses that I've heard. Um, but Jay's verse was dope. I think the meat and potatoes in Jay's verse outshined uh, maybe the wordplay or the cadence or how he was spitting or whatever. It was a lot of potency in what he said. So I have to give him credit for that. I thought the shit was dope, but it's not colder than Nas's I, verse. I feel like people our age give too much credit to Nas and Jay Z. See? Because we bring them up every time. Like Every we single br- time. Is it like really between just, Nas and Jay Z's I mean, best verse here? Verses that I've heard. Right, I, I could, like I said, I could be. If I'm missing something, if y'all want to give us, I think Jay Z is one of the best MCs ever to touch a mic. Personally, that's fine. Happy yeah. birthday! I oh like yeah, good shit. call. I'm good not call. saying that he's not, but also, also what Master, I'll say, Master Ace, happy birthday! Shout out to Master Ace, Definitely. yes, sir. And this, and oh, and since we're doing that, this is the anniversary of when we lost lost Pimp C. Oh, it is, wow. yeah. Rest but in yeah, peace rest in peace, Pimp C. Man. Definitely rest in peace to Pimp C. But but what I mean by that is, uh. When you hear someone that is seasoned in the game mm-hmm. 
and come in and drop bombs like that mm-hmm. on a young man's album, mm-hmm. it makes it sound better. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, I mean, I mean, saw, I don't, I don't know. That's not crazy to say that. I don't think. Because, I mean, based on, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say Jay Z and Nas have the best verses right now. I mean, did, I mean, did Kendrick. You know, some of the people who are in following those footsteps, I guess, that are out, like J. Cole's album, yeah. right? I think J. Cole's had the best verses all year. Yeah. He's definitely had the mm-hmm. best features all year. No question. Definitely. Yeah. His feature on uh, Royce's and that's album. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Crazy. But I'm, but I'm like, what Feature are we, on J-Rock, crazy. What are we, oh, pick, what are we picking Lobo. from? Travis Scott? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, those We're picking, just when you from. say, this goes back to the last argument, we pick from the lot of it, right? So yeah. you pick from Travis Scott, you pick from Jay-Z, you pick Nipsey. from Royce, you pick from Nipsey. Nipsey. Yeah. I mean, and Young Water Vessel. All and the way all through. Of, all yep. of them, right? This yeah. is what he's talking about, though. Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause like, even true. on that same verse, uh, well, not his verse, but and the song. And I like the verse, just yeah, to say. I'm just, the song in general. So you had Meek snapping. He did. Rick Ross came in. He definitely had. It sounded like he was taking some some subliminal shots at uh. Oh, he definitely at six did. nine. Yep. Then you had uh, Jay Z come in and kind of address the situation with him and Kanye. Allegedly, saying, did he no, he it? actually came out and said that. Did he? Did he? Yeah, because oh, I heard that's the what it was about. He came out and pretty much said don't that. Don't pit me against don't my pit brother. Me against my brother mm-hmm. Is what okay. I'm trying to say here. Michael Jackson, Prince. Don't analogy. Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah. I see. Me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're still working together, and then. Of course, Kanye tweeted back, uh, "Thrown two that was trash. Mark. Yeah, he might have been jumping. Very out the thirsty. On yeah, that. but I mean, the verse was was great. Sorry, and I want to take anything away from Meek <laughs> Mill because me. his whole album, actually, he's he's definitely has the uh, comeback of the year. Comeback, okay. Because nobody has been sunned uh, in a rap battle because Drake got him. Everybody yeah, knows that he, he got got yeah, by I Drake. Can't, I can't. Yeah. Um, he um he took an L with uh, Nicki Minaj. He did. He's been locked up a couple times. Unfortunately, he's become a pretty much the poster child for uh, prison reform. Hold that thought real quick. Let me squeeze this in here. Shout out to Meek for being on CNN and conducting himself like an adult, not seeming thirsty, not shucking and jiving, not doing any dumb shit or bullshit. Conducting himself like a grown man and really conveying his message and his topics. Shout out to Meek Mill for acting like you're supposed to act. I don't when even you're think that platform. I'm, I'm, I don't even think we should even have to do that. I mean, yeah. to that's me, what I'm I saying. give him peace for it. Like I, I can it dig dope. it, but I don't think we should even have to do that because he acted like him. You yeah, know what I I'm mean, saying, yeah. and we shouldn't have to give these disclaimers when when somebody gets on TV and talks like they have some sense. I mean, I guess because I'm basing it. I'm base. I guess I'm basing it off what. We typically see. I'll say that. Dude. I won't even say that. I'm just that, saying, I, I don't think we should have to give kudos to somebody for talking like me or you or him or him or him. We're talking a situation. That should be just, that's basic shit. Mm-hmm. He's well, supposed I mean, to do that. In my opinion, but, based off what is compared to what I've seen it be compared to, I want to give him just a little bit of shout. That's just me, though. I, I get what you're saying. I'm not yeah. mad at that. I can dig that. Yeah. I can dig it. But, um, I mean, his I mean, album as, point. in a whole... Is it's a good body of work from where he's came from. Yeah, you know oh yeah. what I'm saying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in on it. Jay Moore, did, you said you ran it, right? No, no, I ran the whole thing. Um, I love the energy, especially on the intro track, because that that might be the one. Because, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm in the club pretty frequently. Phil Collins sample too, yeah. and the way he lets that beat build, and 
that's gonna be that's gonna be the new dreams and nightmares. Not in, not, not too long, because like I said, dreams and nightmares is a good four or five years old, yeah. and that's still the song that makes the club go off, especially mm-hmm. after the Eagles won that Super Bowl. So and it's word for word too. Every time I'm in a in a spot, yeah, word for word. So I mean, it even it, I, I know y'all. If you saw the video from coaches a couple weeks ago, oh, yeah. When, yeah, when uh when all those teachers were off of work, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, but um. I think, like I said, sometimes you have to put things in categories. It's a good commercial, and that's not putting it down in any way. It's because there's so much bad commercial hip-hop out there. Um, this is a good commercial hip-hop record. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the features. I like the production because it is, you know, throwing it back to some mm-hmm. things that I, I have fond memories of. So, like I said, I would give him, like, he had a lot stacked against him, been locked up. Sometimes people come out. Uh, you know, and they're not as sharp as they were when they went in. Yeah, he was, you on, know, the, uh, he was on the money with that. Yeah, that's so, good, you know, so that's, that's, that's uh, you know, for him to come out with this body of work, and it seems like people are really behind him, and it works, man. Like, you know, the the feature he got with Cardi is, that's, that's going to be a banger. I can banger. I count it. I counted like maybe five or six joints that are going to go over in the club really, really big. I'm in on that in Cardi the next joint. six months. Yeah. So, I'm in um, on that one. Yeah, man. From, he got from a Drake feature. Yeah. They was just beefing. Yeah, like it, put put childish things aside. Get hey, his money. Get money. I like. You know what I'm saying so. Straight like that. That's what, that's what that is. So yeah, man. Shout out to me. Um, very good project. I don't know if it's. What his, you think about his pools? His best. I said uh, I, I said hadn't, he had <laughs> hadn't ran it, but I intend to. Oh, okay. You did yeah. say that. It's all good, brother. Um, what else did I want to mention? Uh, let's see. Crit Double Down dropped a quick little EP, two joints. I like the first joint. Uh, that More was than the second uh, one. Was learn it from two Te- songs on Learn it? from yeah. Texas and learn pick from, yourself up. I like mm-hmm. Learn from Texas more than the other one. I would agree. Yeah, I Chris like, solid, I like them both, but I, you know, They're different different styles. They are. Yeah. yeah. So Chris usually consistent though, so I didn't expect anything. Like, so is he so. about to drop a whole body of work? Because that's two weeks in a row that he's dropped. Something. Yeah. I would. I, I don't know. I'm with it if he does. Yeah, that's one of my favorite rappers today. So. Um, Crit, if you gonna drop that thing, drop that thing. We'll yes, be ready for that. Please. Uh new Pee Wee Longway, uh State of the Art. I haven't heard this yet. Spools through this one in there. Hell yeah. Got some heat? <laughs> Hell it's yeah. It's dope, dude. <laughs> I like Pee Wee, man. I like Pee Wee Longway. In the in the age and the day that we're in, that we were just out we've been talking about this whole episode. You know what I mean? It's kinda um I like I like Pee Wee in, in because he's mixed in all that too, but I feel like he's older. He's 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 actually better at rapping. I feel like than a lot of popular rappers, and he can do what they do just way better. I feel like you know. So anyway, I like the album a lot. Shout out to Pee Wee Longway. Um, yeah, yeah, I gotta check that one out. I haven't heard that one yet. It's a fun little album. I jump back into um, um, Benny the Butcher though. Went back and revisited that. Mm-hmm. The dude raps very, very well. Yes, he does at a high, high level. I listened to a couple. I listened to Zion Eye's, uh "Ritual Mystic." That was real good. Oh yeah, if you're familiar okay. with Zion Eye, West Coast legend. Nice Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, he dropped some. I, I, I kind of skimmed it. I didn't get all the way through it. I, w- I I was cool. I like how it started. I see where he was going with the um, you know, with the older samples and stuff like that. But it was really abstract to me as I continued to listen to it. Maybe that's what he was going for. So maybe I'll have to go back and you know listen to it again. But it was cool. It's cool. Also, it's cool. Illa J put out John Yancey, which is a new, which is uh, Jay Dillas' younger brother. Nice. Um, but really should be mentioned in his own own name right now because he's he's, he's out. a hell of an artist, thing, man. Yeah. He's a hell of an artist. So it's it's a pretty good project. I, I think actually I think I liked his previous project a little bit more, but okay. it's not too bad. 
Alchemist or, put out a uh, three song EP. Yeah, um, bread or yeah, something. Yeah, bread, and uh, actually has Black Thought featured on it. Um, uh, yeah, Conway's on it. West so, Side Gun. West Side Gun. Yeah. So, uh, and it, and they had the instrumentals on there too. So that's nice. They got a nice. great. Hey, yeah, Trinata did the same thing too. He just dropped like on a Friday. Oh, three track EP. And it has mm. three instrumentals on it. I'm looking go forward to doing best yeah. of 2018 in the next few weeks. Like yeah. our favorites or whatever. There's a lot. It's been a lot of good music this year. Another one, uh, Exile and Joha's Dag Savage dropped. Too. Really? They dropped a two-track EP with instrumentals. Well, actually, it's nine tracks with remixes. But yeah. Yeah. Once again, so much Jinata. good hip-hop. To his point, yeah. I got to check that game. Bringing out a band yeah. is the yeah. hub. Has always been the hub it has. for good-ass hip-hop. Check it out. I'm just saying. Yeah. Shout out okay. to the Alchemist, man. Him and... Uh, it just works well with Griselda, man. Like, they just put a lot of heat out. So, shout out to Derringer, too. They get laced. Mm-hmm. They find For their sure. uh, biggest loops, and they yeah. be are cutting them joints up. So, shout out to them. Uh, Jay Moore, talk that talk. Where will you be this week? Uh, let's see. Guys, a few things going on. Of course, um, on Thursday, uh, going to be a Tiki Bob's with DJ Lemmy Vice, Gabby Love, Action Jackson. You just never know who might slide through and want to DJ do a do a hot 30. You know how it go. <laughs> um, let's see. That Friday, uh, it's first Friday, so we're going to be at the High Five for Back to the Future. Okay. Uh, it's going to be DJ Metronome probably. You know what? We, we, we're getting the lineup together, so we're okay. going to have four of the hottest DJs in the city. Uh, it's only going to be $7 to get in to see all these incredible DJs, and it's a dope event. We want to continue to do it, so come on out and support. Nice. Uh, let's see. Um I think I'm good on. F- oh, Sunday, actually a new event, okay. uh, Confessions R&B Party. Uh, Lemmy Vice holds that down, and DJ Metronome is going to be the guest. So that's a one. That's a monthly. So if you want to just where's that out, at? Uh, it's going to be at the Patron Saint. Right. Yeah. Like so it. sounds, you like just, a, sounds like a grown and sexy event. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. So I like that. Speaking of the Patron nice. Saint, uh, bringing on the band, we're uh, collaborating with David Peck, and we're doing a weekly from seven to ten. Every Saturday, it's a lo-fi okay. hip-hop night. Definitely. That's so if you're dope. into that lo-fi hip-hop stuff, we're going to be... Shout out to David Peck. Cool it out. Guy. Yeah, Indeed. Yeah. At the same place, Patrons. Patron yep. Saint. Used yeah. to be... Um, it's the old Subterra. Oh, it used to be Subterra right there on... Uh, nice. Downtown. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, Cool yeah. Hand Lex is actually dropping his uh, Cool Hand Lex and Friends Volume 9, I think today. Okay. And I'm a part of that. Look out now. Nice. With some other hot DJs, so check that out when you get a chance. Nice. Is the build coming up, or am I wrong? Next Third Thursdays. Third Thursday. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, I think that's going to do it for episode 110. Again, shout out to our great sponsors, as always, Coleman Dental, uh, Printfinity, com as always, is the hub, and Indie CD and Vinyl as well. Make sure you check us out on our Patreon.com. He always forgets No Bad Ideas. No Bad Ideas, they always lace us. Shout out to No Bad Ideas. Go to our Patreon.com backslash New Old Heads. favorite thing. Make sure you sign up. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure you sign up. We got some dope things planned. More stuff coming up. Subscribe on YouTube, too. We got some new material we've been dropping as well. We need your support. And uh, we'll see you next week.